Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Have you ever felt like if you just lost the weight that you would be the happiest version of yourself and that you would have all of your problems be solved? Well, I have trainer Lindsay on the podcast and after we competed together, she ended up having hormonal issues and she had gained 50 pounds in the matter of a few months, and then she ended up losing the weight as well. So she has a very, very unique perspective that she's going to share with us on this podcast, and we're talking all about if the smallest version of yourself is actually the happiest, best version of you. Now, we go through all of your hormonal issues. We talk through competing. We talk through lessons that we learned throughout this process. And we have both been trainers for over 10 years. So the knowledge that you're going to get in this podcast is invaluable. You got to listen. Let's get started. On the podcast today, I am joined with trainer Lindsay, who is a personal trainer, a fitness nutrition specialist. She's a mother of three. She's also the owner of Moxie by Lindsay, which is a virtual fitness program. And she's my personal friend, and she's a wealth of knowledge, and I love Lindsay. So I can't wait for you to learn from her as well. Welcome to the podcast, Lindsay. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. I keep wanting to call you trainer Lindsay instead of Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I answered either one. It's totally fine. That's your handle. So Lindsay and I go way back. Like We have been trainers together at Ideal. Yeah. How long ago? That was like um, five, six, When did you join? Ago? Was it in like 2016? Yeah. It was years ago. Yeah. And I just looked up to you so much. Like you kind of took Aww, me under your wing. thank you. You so, so sweet. sweet. And ever since then, we bonded over competing together. Like we yes. decided to do a, a fitness competition together, yes. which was actually really fun to do with a group of girls. Yes. I was going to say it was so fun. I mean, it had its ramifications, which we'll talk about, but right. it was fun at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, very like, bonding. It, was, it was very, very bonding. I feel like we know each other on a deeper level because yes. of that experience. Like when you do something so hard with someone, then it just bonds you. It does. It definitely yeah. does. So before we get into all of that, can you just tell our listeners a little bit of a background about who you are and what you do if they've never heard of you? Yeah, for sure. So I have been um, training online in the fitness industry since about 2004, which is a long, a long, long, long time. It's kind of like when online training was just becoming a thing. Um, I had little kids at home. My kids now are 18, 16, and 13. Actually, they're all they all have summer birthdays, so they're turning a year older this summer. Um, but back at the time, they were, you know, I think I had a two-year-old and a baby or something, and I wanted to be a trainer. And so I just kind of started. I wanted something I can do from home. Um, and it was kind of like I said, when online training was just starting, I just started like making, you know, I wasn't even meal plans at the time. It was like nutrition check-ins and workouts 
And then, you know, macros came along. And then over time, I, I started a, an in-person boot camp program in my city. And then that's what led me to work with Ideal Shape and Ideal Fit and Ideal Raw. And then that's how I met Brie. And then I stayed with Ideal for about, about five years or so. And then I left in uh, about three years ago. And then I have been doing my own thing since then. So, And you're killing it. She has Thank an awesome you. Instagram if you guys want to go check her out, Trainer Lindsay. Thank you. She's the cutest. So I brought Lindsay on because I was like, you need to share your story with yeah. my followers because yeah. it is incredible. And the title of this podcast is, you know, is the best version of you the smallest? Is mm-hmm. that the best version of you? And I feel like a lot of women are constantly searching for the last, you know, to lose the last five pounds. I'll be happy right. when. I lose the last five pounds. And so I've been to that and so have you where we've been the the smallest, leanest versions possible, Mm -hmm. yeah, physically possible of ourselves. I mean, I lost my period. Did you lose your period? Yeah, for a whole year. Uh, Entire year. I remember it was, I came back, uh, I lost it in January. It was my last period. And then it came back on Christmas day of that year. And I was like, this is the best Christmas present I could ever have. And I've never taken it for granted or complained about my period ever since. That's insane. So we were literally the smallest version like we could be. Yeah. And my question for you is, do you feel that the best version of yourself is the smallest version? Uh, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, on the flip side, which I can go into more of my story too, I also don't feel like the best version of myself is the biggest version I've ever been either. It's definitely no. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like where you feel you are able to live a healthy lifestyle, yes. but you also mm-hmm. enjoy your lifestyle. <laughs> right. Exactly. And feel confident and feel strong and fit. And I went through some things where I did not feel any of those things, you know, yeah. but people were like, oh, you look so healthy. And I'm like, well, I sure don't feel good, you know? Right. Right. It's all about how you feel. So let's yeah. kind of talk about your story. So not tell sure. me about your competition journey and how it kind of impacted your outlook on your health and what yeah. happened. Well, I mean, if we had hours, I could tell you all the details, <laughs> but I'll give you the shortened version. Well, and so, too, like the longer version too is on your Instagram. So if people yeah, want to go true. look at your story, she's literally documented everything. Yeah. So. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I competed for a long time. Most people you talk to are like, oh yeah, I competed in a couple shows. So I started competing in 2009. Um, and I competed in bikini from 2000 in 2009, 10, and 11. I went to nationals in 2011. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this. This is so dumb. All these girls look amazing. It's like such a crapshoot. Like, this is stupid. I'm done kind of thing. And then um, I just lift. I didn't have any hormone issues at the time. I just, I just lifted and, and like exercised and ate healthy for enjoyment and for lifestyle. And then 2013 comes around two years later and I'm starting to get like a competitive itch again. And a little thing about me is I am not athletic at all. Like I am not good at sports. I don't have great coordination. Um, that really surprises me. Yeah. That's what everybody (laughs) says. I don't know why, but that's what everybody says. And, um, so for me, like to be competitive in something, there weren't many things I could be competitive in, but I could diet with the best of them and I could lift weights. And so I finally found something that I felt like I was actually good at, you know? And so it was hard Mm -hmm. for me to stop. And so in 2013, I was like, 
um, oh, the figure at the time was looking, was a lot smaller than it is now. Figure back then looked kind of how bikini looks now. And so it was just mm-hmm. a very fit, muscular, lean toned kind of look right now. It's it figure competitors are huge, like bodybuilder looking type. Yeah. Girls, you know? But this wasn't how it was at the time. So I hired a coach and I was like, I think I want to compete in figure. It looks a little bit more athletic to me. Um, and so, so I did, I competed in figure in 2013, 14 and 15. And then I tried to compete in 2016, but my coach was like, or or I was, I was trying to prep and I just was not losing weight. It wasn't coming off. I wasn't gaining weight, but I wasn't losing like I should have been for what I was doing. And so my coach was like, you know, let's get your hormones checked. Um, I looked at my hormones, my thyroid, it was my free T3 was a little bit low. So basically we called off shows and I just kind of stopped competing at that point. And I was like, you know what? I think I probably should be done. Um, not figure was growing bigger by the year. And I was like, I don't really like this look anymore. Let's call it good. So called it good. I was done competing once again. Um, and then 2018 rolls around and I was like, I'm kind of bored. Like, I don't know about you, Brie, but do you ever just get a little bit bored in your fitness journey sometimes? 100%. You know, and sure you can set a goal to do pull-ups. You can set a goal to squat, whatever it is, but sometimes it's not as exciting as like, Mm -hmm. you know, competing or like having a bigger goal. And I'm not a runner. I don't like that kind of thing. So I'd never even occurred to me to like run a marathon. I did not want to do that. So, um, 2018 comes around and I was like, actually now bikini division is looking kind of how figure division used to look. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, let's just give it a try. Let's just, I'm going to do one show. I'm going to do one competition and you know, that's it just for fun. Kind of document the story. It'll be kind of like something for social media, tell a story, that kind of thing. And this is the one that we did together, right? Do, um, yes, the Utah in one, 2018, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, but at the same time I was like, well, if I'm going to go through all this prep work, I might as well do two. I might as well just do it twice, you know? And so I did one in Idaho and then one in Utah. They were back to back weekends. And I truly believe that if I would have stopped there, I probably would have been fine. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I won my class in both of those competitions and the judges were like, you should go to nationals. You should go to nationals. And so when people are feeding you that, you're like, oh, okay, you know. And so I did end up going to three national shows that year. I think it was three. Yeah, it was three. Um, one of which, the second one, I actually placed second. And I actually thought I had won. I was placed, for people who know about competing, I was placed first call outs in the center and never moved. So it's kind of like, it's kind yeah, of what the heck. Yeah, yeah. That's you like think a mind game. <laughs> but that's kind of like a shoe in. Like if they move you around, sometimes you don't really know. But I was place center, never moved, and then I was called out as second place that night. And so I was like, oh my gosh. Like, of course, any other scenario I would have been thrilled with second place, but I thought I had won. And so to have yeah. second place was like disappointing. And so anyway, I decided to wait six more weeks and go to nationals one more time to see if I could win and um and get my pro card. Anyway, didn't turn out. I placed eighth. And then after that is kind of, I don't know if you want me to go into that now or if that's another question. Um, Well, I want you to tell me, how did you feel when you were competing? Okay. So how did I feel? Because if Um, you guys know how she looked, like 
she was ripped out of her yeah, mind. Yeah, I was like, super lean. Every time I saw you, you were getting smaller and smaller It and was smaller. weird. Like, you don't notice it at the time, you know? But then looking back at pictures, you're, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I was so tiny. So, so tiny. And so, yeah, I did not feel great. Like, sure, it. I always talk about it's kind of this weird paradox because you'll go to like, I remember going to Costco and like just getting groceries and having people stop me and be like, oh my gosh, do you work out? You look so good. Or have people at the gym say, are you competing soon? Oh my God. Like you just get so much attention. Yeah. And of course that goes straight to your head and you think that you enjoy it in the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. But then what you don't see is all the times when I'm laying on my couch at seven o'clock, just wishing I could go to bed because I was so hungry that I just wanted to wake up the next morning and have breakfast or Mm -hmm. the times when I was sitting out with the kids by the pool or having a fire and not having any s'mores and just like totally disengaged because your mind is just dead. Like you're so exhausted to even like think anything, you know? Or yes. going to the gym and just feeling like shaky because your blood sugar is so low and you don't have any energy. But actually, you do have some energy because you had enough caffeine before your workout. So you're kind of hi- hopped up on caffeine at the same time. It's like just, it's so weird. So like yes. you feel, it's like superficially you feel awesome, but inside you feel like dead inside. Would well, you agree? You know what, yeah. Well, do you know what's funny is when people would be like, Oh my gosh, you look so good. I want to look like that. Do you, yeah. My response to them would be like, you don't want to have to do what I've had yes. to do to look like this. I would yes. tell them that. I'd be like, if I could not be this lean and eat a little more normal, I would take that any day. And, oh, yes. And yes. I would be like, you're so deep in it. You can't quit. And especially no, you have you so can't. much drama going on no. with your no, no. situation. And yeah. No, no, you can't. You Like I couldn't quit. Cause I was like, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to see yeah. this through. Yeah. But like, even on my Instagram, when like, I, I remember having young girls be like, how do I look like you? And I was like, oh. you don't want to look like this. Right. Like, I was like, worst. this is golden handcuffs, you guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I eat one thing off my meal plan, like I'll feel bloated. Like yes. I, like it is oh, golden yeah, it's handcuffs. the worst. I remember thinking like, <laughs> Oh my, like extra veggies can bloat me or this will bloat me. And now like when you sit at a heavier weight, you don't even notice those things. No, no. And you're you your body little can, fluctuations. Yeah. And your body can handle it because yes. it's used to eating normal. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I remember like any, the slightest thing off plan, it was like, holy cow, my body just freaked out because yes. it wasn't used to it. Right. And so I do remember that. And I remember the same thing. I was shaky. Um, I was tired. I'd take naps every day because I couldn't make it through the day because I had yep. no but energy. And then at night, you don't sleep very well because your cortisol no. is high. Yeah. Yes. And you're so hungry. I remember my coach being like, just take more caffeine pills. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, this is not healthy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. But we looked awesome. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the smallest version of us wasn't necessarily our best version. No, and absolutely that's okay. Not. Yeah. yeah. So For tell sure. me about, um, how, like your, what your biggest hurdles were coming out of your competition season and what kind of happened. Yeah. So, um, I finished competing 
And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to reverse diet back up to my maintenance. I fully, so my, my like happy weight is right around 140 to 145 ish. Um, and on my last competition, I was 116. So I was, that's insane. It it is actually total. It's very insane. (laughs) And the way I got down to 116 and I was, and I'm five, two. Yeah. I'm five, six. Yeah. That's insane. Like that's how tiny she was just to give you a picture. And I maintained around 120 to 125 through the whole summer. So to, to hold 15 pounds less than my body wants to hold is really hard on your hormones, you know, to push it for that long. Um, can I ask you one question? Uh Uh-huh. How, if someone's listening to this, how would they know what their happy weight is? Yeah, that's when you say that. I I would say it is the weight that your body naturally maintains when you're living the lifestyle you want to live. Because your happy weight is mental as well. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. just what your body like liking what your body looks like. If I'm a hundred percent honest, I like my body physically a little bit leaner than it is right now. But I yeah. like the lifestyle that I can yes. live right now. Yes. You know what I mean? Same. Yep. Yeah. Same, same thing. Like I can basically eat whatever I want right now. Yeah. And I stay the same weight. I don't gain yep, and I don't lose. Yep. But I'm like, oh, I, I really like how I look when I'm like five or, you know, yeah. five pounds, a little bit, five pounds lighter, but I'm not uh-huh. willing to do what I have to do to do that because yes. I love my lifestyle right now. Yep. Same here. Same thing, same. Um, so yeah, after I was like 116, I fully knew that I was going to gain about 25 pounds. Um, I wanted to, I did not want to stay that small. And so I just started reverse dieting. I was gaining weight, gaining weight, um, reverse dieting. I mean, your audience probably knows if they listen to you, but just slowly adding calories in each week, weights going up. My goal was not to maintain my weight throughout this. I'll reiterate that. Um, but about November or so, I got to about 140, like high 130s, and my weight stuck there for about three or four weeks. And I was like, cool, I'm he- I'm back to my spot. I'm great. My my calories are about at maintenance. I'm done. Move on to like lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, but then in like December, my weight started ticking up again and going up and up and up. And I remember hitting like 145 and being like, okay, like what's going on? Let's, let's stop now. Okay. You know? And then I remember hitting 150 and then 155 and then, uh, one. And you were like eating the same, like you weren't changing your diet. No, no. I mean, I would kind of, I would go between like, okay, can I, should I cut calories back a little bit? I, w- I didn't go into like an extreme deficit, but I tried like cutting two or 300. Okay. No, that didn't do anything. Let's go back up to maintenance. Let's try. Um, I went, I did about six months at keto because or doing keto strict keto because I had a lot of gut issues that that healed up for me. And that actually really helped my thyroid. I'll tell you that story really quick in just a minute. But, um, I ended up gaining 50 pounds over the course of that year. And so the main issues I was dealing with were low thyroid, high cortisol, and uh, estrogen dominance. So I had high estrogen and really low progesterone. Um, everything else was, was oh, and high blood sugar. So Which I um, have to tell you, yeah. I had almost every single one of those, but add adrenal fatigue. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So your cortisol had gotten so high that it just tanked then, huh? Yeah. So we had the exact same things. Okay, yes. keep going. Right. Um, so I hired a keto coach because I would done all this research on how it can help your gut and how your gut is so intertwined with your endocrine system. Um, 
And I did keto for a while. And I actually, that's what allowed me to get completely off of my thyroid medication because my free T3 went from uh, like a 1.8. Ideally, you want it between three and four. It went from like a 1.8 up to an eight. And so when it was at eight, awesome. I was having like a racing heart rate. Oh, um, that's I, not awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that it was, it was awful. Like, and I was holding weight because you can, I, I mean like gaining weight still. Um, on keto? Keto. When you were on keto? Yes. Yeah. I didn't lose any weight on keto. Nope. I really believe that my body, there's no scientific evidence or backing to this, but I really believe the woo-woo stuff where my body needed to feel safe and it needed to feel fed and like I wasn't going to keep like starving it. Not that I was starving. My calories actually never really got that low when I was competing. It was that I was so lean for so long, you know? Lindsay, that's not woo-woo stuff. That's like 100% what your body needed. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. But there's like, I I mean, I can't explain exactly why that happened. It just, you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And so um, I had talked to a lot of people that the same thing happened to, and every single one of them um, said, you know, after a year after I started gaining, I all of a sudden just started losing and it kind of just fell off. And that is exactly what happened to me. I remember the first week of September, one year after my last competition, I remember I stepped on the scale and it was like down a pound. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I'll step on it again. Like it must be broken. That's weird. It's gone up a pound every single week for the last 52 weeks, you know? Yeah. And, um, and low, like my waist measurement was down a half an inch. I was like, huh, that's cool. Okay. Interesting. Next week it's down a little more. The next week it's down a little more. I lost about 10 pounds really like kind of without trying. I mean, I was watching what I eat, but no different than the previous year, right. you know? Right. Um, And then after that, I had to do some other things with my hormones where, you know, I did all sorts of things from, you know, taking time off, like taking rest weeks from the gym, cutting out uh, high intensity cardio, cutting out lifting that has like high intensity supersets, lifting to failure. I really toned down my workouts while I was getting my cortisol um, in check. You probably did the same things with adrenal fatigue, really Mm -hmm. just focusing on, you know, your parasympathetic nervous system and just, you know, rest digest, like restorative yoga, walking outside, all that kind of stuff, getting enough sleep. Um, and through working on that for a long time, I was able to, I did have to do diet phases to lose the rest of it, but my body actually responded, whereas it wouldn't respond before. And so now I've been, I've been about one, 140 to 145 for actually almost a year and have been, and have maintained that. So that's awesome. And you look great. You look healthy. Like, you know, you found your happy balance. Yes. So I, my question is, what do you think you've learned like overall Mm -hmm. from your journey of being shredded, then having hormonal issues and then healing yourself? Yeah. So I've learned that it's just that balance and that middle area that is Mm -hmm. so important. I have so many clients that like, um, you know, just want to get to as lean as they possibly can. And I'm like, or, or they'll, or they'll just kill themselves for the last like two, three, five pounds. And yep. like, first of all, do you know how much work it's going to take to maintain that? And yep. are you willing to do that? Um, and there's just so much more happiness that can be found in that middle area. You know, I, I had like a little epiphany the other day. We were outside uh, having like our first fire, like, like bonfire in the backyard with the kids mm-hmm. and of the year. And we had s'mores and I had not, I'm not currently tracking macros. 
Um, I hadn't planned for it, which is fine in the lifestyle that I live right now. But if I was like dieting, you'd have to be like, okay, is, is this an untracked meal or do I have macros for that? You have to think about it for a minute, you know? And it was just so nice to be able to go outside and have like a 200 calorie s'more. Like granted, I didn't have five s'mores. I had one s'more and it was just such a great, like relaxing experience, you know? And to be in a place where you can have that and still feel 85% comfortable with how we look. I don't say 100% because I feel like we're women. And if we are striving for 100% satisfaction with our bodies, that's when we're never going to get there. And that's mm-hmm. when we're going to be constantly killing ourselves for that last couple of pounds. So right. I feel like when you get almost there and you love your lifestyle, like that's when you stop because that's so much more maintainable. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I actually have a whole podcast on... Um, do your, does your effort match your expectations? Yeah. And I feel like when we make peace with that, when we're like, listen, I love this lifestyle. Like Mm -hmm. I love my lifestyle and I feel healthy. That's enough for me to like be okay with not being shredded. Let's talk about bedding. I had no idea what a difference having good quality sheets makes when you sleep. So I've had the same sheets for like seven years. It's embarrassing. But I recently got Cozy Earth's best-selling bamboo sheet set. I was blown away by how soft it was and the fact that it's temperature regulating. It was also on Oprah's favorite things in 2018. So I knew I had to try it. And I love that it offers luxury pillows, sheets, blankets. So it's really a one-stop shop. The best part about it is that it even has an amazing warranty. So Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, and it's 35% off site-wide when you use the code BODYBYBREE. I promise you are not going to want to miss this because I'm now going to be Cozy Earth customer for life. After I had Mila, um, I got pregnant right after a competition. Yeah. So I think that's what kind of messed me up with my hormones. And right. I had a really went from hard- like totally depleted to all of a sudden yes. you need all these different hormones. <laughs> yeah, it was right. super weird for my body. And yeah. so it took me a while to lose the baby weight after Mila. Uh-huh. Um, and like my set point went from like 125 to 130. Like now it's mm. just 130 is where I sit. And I yeah. used to be 125 my whole life. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I keep thinking okay, get your set point back down to 125. But mentally, I'm like, no, I'm so you know happy. What? Bri, I can't I am it. like in the same place as you because I am like closer to 145. But always before this last whole experience of the last couple of years, my set point was like just under or closer to 140 or just under. And so it's like same thing, five pounds. And I actually tried to do like a fat loss phase a few months ago. And I got like three weeks in and nothing was changing. Kind of like when your body gets so happy, yeah, place, you have to kind of push it hard to get things to happen. Yeah, And I just wasn't willing to do it. And I was like, actually, yeah. it's not worth it. Never mind. <laughs> Same thing. I've tried. I tried two different times, and I was like, I can't do it. I'm just yeah. so happy. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I can't even. I don't even have the desire to track macros right now because no, I'm me so neither. happy. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like, and that's what I always try to teach my clients. And I, I, be, I believe you try to teach your clients too. Is like, you don't need to track macros forever. Like once right. you 
get to your happy it's balance. Tool. Yep. It's a tool and you know what works for your body. You, right. you have the balance. You can eat healthy. You can have a treat here and there. Yeah. Like this weekend we were in Mammoth and I made cinnamon rolls. I didn't even think twice about eating a cinnamon roll yeah. and I never ha- felt guilt. I, yeah. I was fine. Like it's just, and I know to my body when, oh, okay, you've been eating a little too much sugar because you feel gross. Yeah. Like, let's eat healthy. You know, it's you not eat healthy because you want to. You want you to. Want that to. Yeah. Yes, you want to. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's, like, right. Yes, this happy balance that we're talking about is the goal. Like, yes, <laughs> this exactly. is the goal. <laughs> and you do have to kind of go through some learning to get there. Like, I remember when I was newer to all of this nutrition and lifting, like, it was, I wanted to look a certain part more than I care to now. I'm kind of over that. Same. Like, you Same. know, I just don't yes. really care as much anymore. I do kind of think that the social, um, like the social media environment has changed a bit. I feel like in 2015, it was more like I would get nasty hate comments of like, you call yourself a trainer. You're not even very lean. And like, I was super lean back then. I would what? get a lot of hate. That's awful. Yeah, it was Facebook's the worst. I would get more hate on Facebook than Instagram. But you never hear that anymore. People are way more like, no, health, um, looking looking healthier as opposed to looking leaner is more embraced, you know? So I think that's right. a great thing. Yeah. Well, and in my mind, I just want to be the opposite of obsessive. Yes. So, uh-huh. like, for my for my daughters, like, I don't want them to see me being obsessive about my body. I don't, I want to be able to, I want them to see me like enjoying the s'more at the, you know, at the campfire. And then also see me making a salad and working out and just feeling confident. Like that's the example I want to set for my girls and for my followers and for my clients. And I'm not, yeah, I'm just not about the obsession and I'm so over having to be lean all the time. I'm just yeah. over it. It's we almost like te- me, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to yes. do that. Anymore. I know. It's like you want to be the opposite. We've even kind of started changing a little bit how we coach our clients to have, you know, include more phases of their of their nutrition, you know, have more diet breaks, um, encourage longer periods at maintenance, um, yes. even moving towards more coaching with just tracking protein and calories instead of all three yes. macros. Um and that just allows for more flexibility too. Yep. And more adherence. Cause really yes. it's just what you can stay consistent with is what you should do. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. I love that. So, um, what do you have a different outlook on what you believe health is now after your journey? Yeah. So I would say probably, you know, even 10 years ago, I would look at health more as like a combination of, you know, actually like your health markers, like your medical markers and how you looked. I I didn't, well, I should say, I didn't think of more as much of how how you felt mentally um, as I do now. So now I realize the importance of that lifestyle and mental aspect and Mm -hmm. how it is just as much, if not more so important, probably, I mean, more so definitely more so than how you look, but just as important as your actual like health markers, like, you know, your cholesterol, your hormones, like all that right. kind of, of course, is important. But your confidence levels, how you feel, um, you know, even things like your patience levels with your family, your happiness, yes. how you sleep, your digestion, all that kind of stuff is equally important. Yes, I love that so much. And like your energy levels and like yes. your relationship with food. Like yeah, I yes, don't sit there absolutely. and think about food anymore, ever. No, no, not at all. 
because I know like whatever I want to eat, I can eat just yeah. in moderation. So it doesn't consume me. Like when I was competing, I was literally just sitting there staring at donuts. Like, yeah. And I would like, like smell them. The education <laughs> to, you know, be moderate or to have moderation in all things and be like, okay, well, I'm going to have this and okay, there's no protein in that. I'm just going to throw a protein shake with it. Perfect. Yeah. Balanced meal. You know? Yep. Exactly. You totally make it work. So what is your advice for women who are constantly trying to lose the last five pounds and they believe like, oh, I'll be happy when? What is your advice to that person? Yeah. So what we have, I mean, a lot of clients that go through this and just people on, you know, social media and things like that. And I try to help them, you know, first of all, realize, okay, that last couple pounds is going to be super hard to maintain. If you want to do it just because you want to do something hard um, and just prove to yourself you can, that's one thing. But no, you know, I kind of walk them through what we do afterwards and how you, you know, a lot of times you're not going to maintain that loss. Um, But oftentimes I try and coach them about, you know, this five pound buffer here is what allows you to have the s'mores, have the pizza, have the cinnamon rolls in mammoth, have you know, mm-hmm. the snow cone in Hawaii, like I'll have all these experiences around food that you can't always have when you're leaner, you know, because your body doesn't right. handle it quite as well. It gives you having that extra five pounds on you gives you so much more flexibility and freedom and just kind of, like you said, like you're not thinking about food all the time. So I guess just that mental freedom with food. Yep. I love it. So our takeaway is the goal is to find your happy balance yes. where you feel healthy and fit, but you actually love the lifestyle that you're living. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I love it's it. Thank you part. so much, Lindsay. That was yeah. so helpful. And you're I think welcome. it'll be helpful too for anyone like wanting to compete. I'm not discouraging it, but you do have to do it a healthy way. You have to yes. have healthy boundaries. It definitely can cause a little bit of body dysmorphia. Like it Absolutely. is hard. So you have to think if it's worth it yeah. or not. I do think that if someone was just going to compete once or twice really close together and do it in a healthy way and then come right out of it, that, that there are ways you can do it healthfully. Yeah, yeah you can. You definitely can. My, my so. problem was going for too long. Yeah, for sure. So. Definitely. That was me. I'm like, okay, I did it. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Your coach pushed you very hard. Very, yeah. very hard. Yeah, I had a very different experience than you had, but yeah. that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um, okay, Lindsay, let's tell people where they can find you if they want to like look you up. Yeah, I'm just Trainer Lindsay on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, awesome. Do you have a website you want to shout out? Yeah, my website is moxiebylindsay.com. Cool. Thank you yeah. so much for being on, Lindsay. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybree.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.